human beings and we're created to experience the emotions and that includes the negative emotions quote unquote right but uh, to just really take a moment feel the emotion and acknowledge that hey this is how i'm feeling in this moment hey there i'm ani mashalski wellness coach therapist and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos this podcast is for moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one you know who you are You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey moms, can't catch a good night's sleep these days? I've got you. Sleep matters. And because it does, Not getting the quantity or the quality you need can have detrimental effects on your health and well-being. To feel your best and not only to get through the day, but to have an absolutely amazing day, you've got to get the sleep your body and mind needs, which is why I developed Sleep Matters, a course for moms to help you take care of yourself and get the kind of sleep you deserve. In this course, I teach you cognitive and behavioral strategies used in the treatment of insomnia. We work to minimize the sleep worries, re-equate your bed with sleep, set you up with a sound nighttime routine, and establish an environment that is conducive to sleep. Don't waste another night tossing and turning. Enroll in Sleep Matters, self-care for the troubled sleeper. And finally, Get your Z's. Hey there. On today's Moms Without Capes podcast, we have special guest Alanka Ross. Alanka is a certified mindset and transformation coach who helps busy mom entrepreneurs have more free time while creating mind-blowing results in their business. With an extensive background in both business and psychology, Alanka has developed the unique ability to quickly identify the root cause of the challenges that her clients are facing and develop tailored strategies for success. Her passion for helping moms comes from her own personal experience as a homeschooling mom of three and working her own business. After years of living on the edge of burnout, spending countless hours behind her computer screen and not having much to show for it, Alanka realized that sacrificing family for business was not how she wanted to play the game. On today's episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast, which I'm super excited about, Alanka shares all about our view, how our view of time contributes to any overwhelm we may be feeling, and more importantly, how we can continue or how we can begin to shift our perspective and feel more centered and calm. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Let's get into it. All right. Hey, Alanka, welcome to the show. So let's just dive in and share with share with us about your journey and what got you to be where you are today. Yeah. So thank you for having me. It is always a pleasure to be on shows like this, especially when the audience is moms. Um, so I'm a mom myself. I have three kids. Um, they are aged six eight and 11. And so I'm definitely in the trenches of like homeschooling and figuring out like that sort of transition into uh, my eldest daughter going to teenager phase now. So there's definitely a lot happening. I'm also a coach, a business coach for mom entrepreneurs specifically. And yeah, I just sort of, you know, 
got to this place doing what I'm doing now because I was really struggling with finding my thing, like the thing that I wanted to do and the thing that I felt passionate about. And so I was always in Facebook ads management, actually, um, coming from a corporate career and just knew that this wasn't really something that I wanted to do. Um, and I think the thing that sparked that for me was a two-week two vacation where I was literally behind my computer for the entire two weeks and never set a foot on the beach and just went home feeling like the worst mom and wife in the world. And so that sort of really showed me like something needs to change. And I went to a conference in Nashville, uh, saw Tony Robbins and had an incredible experience and just you know, the rest is history. Started started researching coaching and got into it and absolutely love what I'm doing right now and working um, with women specifically and the impact that, you know, is created as a result of that. How long ago was that that you decided to to jump? So I, <laughs> yeah, so I went to the conference in 2019, but I actually only officially jumped towards the end of 2020. So um, although I was doing my Facebook ads business full time at that point, I sort of slowly, you know, transitioned into coaching because I did have a bunch of clients that I didn't want to just, you know, drop. So I was sort of waiting for their launches and retainers and things to finish so that I could actually, um, you know, go with a clear conscience, so to speak. So, yeah, took a while. <laughs> And Alanka, where, where are you from? Because I noticed. The I, so yeah, kidding. so I'm from South Africa. I live in a tiny town called Mossel Bay, which is very close to Cape Town and um, unuseful information. But I think we have like the highest population of great white sharks in this area. So guess who's not swimming <laughs> in the ocean? <laughs> I thought South Africa was known for that, like the shark population. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we go to we just went we just went to Hawaii a few weeks oh, ago, two weeks ago, and that was one of the things that kept coming up. My my, I have sixteen year old twins, and we did surfing lessons, and that was our joke. Like when we went out there watching out for the great whites, but I, I'm sure you have a lot more down there. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. We actually went on a a trip with a helicopter, you know. Um, to see if we can see any sharks okay. and there are so many of them it is dang insane. yeah scary do you know <laughs> people that had like shark attacks um fortunately we haven't had that many in this area but not too far from here you know it happens quite regularly so yeah definitely something that happens <laughs> <laughs> kind of scary so scary all right, so let's jump into today's topic and talk about the overwhelm and how can how can moms be more intentional with their time when everything seems so important? In yeah, your opinion. So I think I think this is the the most challenging thing specifically because we're a mom. Like our time really isn't always our own. It's very easy, you know, when you don't have kids and you're planning your day and it's, you know, um, you can say no to certain people, but sometimes your kids are of the age that you can't, you can't always say no to them. You don't always have the, the option of doing that. Right. And so to me, overwhelm isn't necessarily the, the amount of things that you have, but rather the pressure and the thoughts, the meaning that we give the things that we don't do or don't 
spend enough time on. And so to me, overwhelm is very much an emotion that comes from the way we are thinking, the meaning we're giving to things. And when we can be more intentional with our time by really understanding what is really important to us, what really matters to us in this season of life that we're in currently, I think that relieves a lot of pressure. And also just taking some of the the pressure off in terms of I should be doing this, or this is sort of the, the right way of doing this or that. And just finding what works for you in the season that you're currently in. You know, if your kids are really young, like babies and toddlers, life looks a lot different than it does when they are teenagers, right? So (laughs) give yourself some grace when it comes to to that. Sure. So like when you're feeling pulled thin, it's more... we're feeling like stretched thin or pulled in a million different directions. It is more looking at your own thoughts that are behind that because it, it's so true. Cause so many, like two different moms can have the exact same schedule or the same commitments, but yet one feels completely drowning under those pressures or under the expectations that they're holding versus the other one that seems to have it all together and seems to be yeah. like, Hey, this is nothing right. When we're, they could be spinning the same amount of plates or whatever. And it's really those beliefs or those thoughts that they're having about what they're committed to or about what they value. It sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it's, there's a, there's a fine line between blaming everything on your thoughts and, you know, going the route of like, everything is mindset. Mindset is definitely, definitely 80% of the the fight. Right. But there is, the practical component as well. So if you really are just scheduled too thin, maybe it's time to actually look at your schedule as well and and let some of those things go that you might be, you know, trying to spend your time on, but there just really isn't enough time. I always think about my friends who also have young kids and they have so many extracurricular activities. They're literally driving from one thing to the next. And I was just like, why do you do this to yourself? You know, it's like it's amazing if your kids want to do things that are like sports and things like that. It's great. But in our house, we have a policy of like one activity per kid because it is impossible to get to everything, um, you know, in a day. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. And then that feeds some beliefs of like feeling inadequate when you have, when you're so pulled thin that you can't even, you know, spend time on like you can't even hear your own thoughts because you're so worried about making sure everyone is where they need to be and all of those shoulds going back to like saying what you should be doing really making that time to reflect on how are you defining your you know what it is to be a good mom and yeah exactly really taking taking account or assessing what how you're spending your time because that's that says a lot that's yeah sure yeah For the first 10 years of being a mom, I told myself that I did not have the time to go out with friends or to learn a new hobby. I told myself that my focus now had to be on my children and they were my responsibility and my responsibility alone. I would feel guilty if I did anything fun without my children and husband, and I'd feel resentful since my husband seemed to just come and go without any of the kids even noticing. I, on the other hand, would get bombarded by my kids if I said I was going for a walk alone, so I stopped trying. I stopped making dates with friends, and I stopped knowing who I was. I didn't know how to ask for help, and I felt weak, and like I wasn't a good mom because I wanted it. I needed help, but I didn't know how to ask. I became a control freak, really. 
trying to control everything and everyone. Because if things weren't in order, it reflected on me and my worthiness. I filled my plate. Boy, was I busy. I volunteered. I led groups. I got involved in everything. Looking back, I can see clearly that I was trying to prove my, my worth. But really, it was exhausting. And it led me to feeling like a failure because I just couldn't keep up. I fed myself all kinds of lies. I don't have time. I don't need that walk. I can do this alone. I thought that the world was going to fall apart if I did something I enjoyed. And I told myself this for so long, I actually stopped knowing what it was that I even enjoyed. Sad, I know. But can you relate? I felt trapped by my own excuses. But it wasn't until I started recognizing them for what they were that I was able to finally break free from them. I created a guide to help other moms break free from the lies and to start taking care of themselves. It took me 10 years. It definitely doesn't have to take you that long. I'll put the link to this guide in the show notes so that you can grab your copy and be on your way to breaking free from the guilt and start rediscovering who you are under that mom hat. So what are some simple ways or how do you work with with moms in helping them be more present and calm when we've got all of these responsibilities or all of these things calling, calling out for us to take care of. Yeah. So I think the first place to start is always to look at what it is that you are feeling in the moment, because that is very much a telltale sign of what is going on internally, right? So if you're feeling frustrated or overwhelmed or worried, there is a thought behind that. And to really just start questioning those thoughts. And I think this is something that we're not necessarily taught how to do. We just sort of, you know, move through things and just push ourselves um, beyond the struggles, but I think it's really important for us to actually check in and take those emotions as little red flags and just give ourselves the opportunity to actually check in with where that is coming from. So I always tell my clients, you know, stop and just check in with the emotion. And it's not about not feeling it. It's definitely not about being positive poly 24 seven, right? Um, we're human beings and we're created to experience the emotions and that includes the negative emotions quote-unquote right but uh, to just really take a moment feel the emotion and acknowledge that hey this is how I'm feeling in this moment you know there's nothing wrong with it it's not good or bad this is just what it is and then just questioning what is it exactly that's making me feel this way And you can always trace it down to a thought. You can always trace it down to a meaning that you're attaching to whatever the circumstance is in the moment. And so just taking that moment to check in with that can already be so helpful and make you feel so much better. But the other thing that I also always tell my clients is to actually just plan your time, like have a plan for your time and know what matters you, you know, Um, it's very easy for us to get lost in the day-to-day activities like driving kids to soccer practice or, you know, whatever is happening during the day and laundry. I mean, it just never stops. And so you can very easily feel like you're not necessarily spending the quality time with your kids that you want to, right? So just checking in with what is it that you want to create? Like, 
What is it that is important to you? If it is connection with your kids, then a simple trip to soccer practice can also give you that. You know, you can definitely switch off the radio and just take some time to check in with your children, for example. So um, always having a plan for your time, because if you're not going to plan it, someone else will. But also giving yourself some grace and, you know, allowing some buffer time in there so that life can actually happen and you're not going to be fritz out (laughs) because you scheduled yourself, you know, um, within an inch of your life. So, yeah. Alanka, we have so much in common. Like <laughs> what you have just shared is so like sp- like spot on. Of you know, my background is cognitive behavioral therapy, right? So it's basically mm-hmm. cognitive model, which is exactly what you are referring to. The emotions being based on those thoughts and moms are so they tend to be so busy that doing all the things that you're talking about, like driving your kids to soccer practice, you know, like 50 million extracurricular activities that they don't make the time in order to stop and just ask themselves, like to check in with themselves. And it's so important to be able to see like, what is fueling those, those feelings that you're having. And just like you mentioned about being able to not change the emotion, but rather be able to sit with the uncomfortable emotion and acknowledge it and really dig into that and say, where is that coming from? And start digging at like the thoughts, the automatic thoughts that are feeling it, the beliefs that, and then start shifting those beliefs with your words, really like the way you're saying, with the way you're talking to yourself, giving yourself grace and that compassion and really just making time for yourself through those check-ins is a great way to start with, you know, feeling more present and calm and in the moment, because how often do us like as moms, we're always thinking like, always like preparing and like always our attention is so divided that in order to collect ourselves and to feel like, like that sense of relief and like being able to breathe, we need to be able to do those check-ins and be okay with be okay with doing it and like be yeah. make it part of a hat, like part of our routine. Yeah, absolutely. I also think that, you know, something that you just mentioned that's really important is to check in with how you're talking to yourself, you know, because that definitely is contributing to how you're feeling. You know, if you're constantly telling yourself, I'm so overwhelmed and that is your mantra, you know, that becomes your life at the end of the day. So just really checking in with it. And I always say, you know, things like I'm so busy, I'm so overwhelmed, like, Um, You know, there's so many things that we just on autopilot tell ourselves every day. And, you know, it's it's time to check in with that and just really question whether that's actually (laughs) true. True. Right. Right. Becoming aware of what it is that you're saying to yourself is key. So what is time really and how can moms manage it for more connection with their family? You mentioned like taking them to soccer practice. And if, if you value time with your kids, you can use that time as a way to connect. Can you give us other ideas or other ways that we can manage our time better? Yeah. So I think it's planning it. Yeah. So I think it isn't possible for us to actually manage our time. And I think we've been sold this. I don't want to say it's a lie, but we've been sold this illusion of like, you know, that we can have balance, like we can do it all. And we certainly can do it all, but we can't do it all at once. Right. And so I think there's certain foundational beliefs that you know, have been sort of programmed into us, um, you know, by whoever and whatever. And now we've sort of taken that as fact. But to me, time is 
obviously the hours and the minutes on the clock, right? But it's more than that. It's also the emotion that we feel in those hours and minutes. And so we, I always say, you know, if you think about what is a short time, what is a long time, there's definitely instances where 10 minutes felt like 10 hours, right? Or 10 hours felt like it went by so quickly, like you don't even know how that, how that happened. And so what's the difference between those two scenarios? You know, it's definitely how you felt emotionally, how you connected with that moment. And so managing your time is really about managing your emotional state. And if you are calm and you are present and in the moment, you're always dealing with life's challenges, you know, way better (laughs) with way more clarity than you are if you're overwhelmed and frustrated or irritated. And so to me, managing your time is really about managing that emotional state. And it really boils down to what you're saying to yourself, the meaning that you're giving to things, but also what you're actually doing with your physical body. Because I think we have, it's so easy for us to get into our heads and always be thinking about, you know, what I can be doing differently and what I should be thinking differently. And we sometimes overanalyze things a little bit, but just changing your physical body, like doing something different, getting up, going for a walk, jumping up and down, you know, sometimes just smiling at yourself in the mirror, even though you look like a little bit of a psychopath for a, for a, for a minute or two, but eventually your, your body catch, like your mind catches up with that, right? And you actually start feeling better because it's not possible for us to stay in the exact same emotional state continuously, right? We're going to shift out of it. And it's not really about going from frustrated to super happy necessarily in an instant, but just recognizing that it is a cycle and you're not going to stay there and you have emotions that serve you and emotions that don't. And it's really about just questioning whether the emotion that you're feeling in this moment, is that really serving me towards the the kind of mom that I want to be, the kind of um, woman that I want to be? Like, is it working for you? And if it's not, you have the power to change it. Like you're not at the mercy of it, you know? Right. Like being able to recognize what it is that you can control and what you can manage. And sometimes it's not the situation itself, but it can be your response to the situation. Exactly. Yeah. Your perspective and all of that. So do you have any, um, if you undivided attention of our listeners, any kind of advice or anything that you want to add to this conversation that you think is super important for everyone to know? Yeah, I think, you know, just circling back to giving yourself some grace. It's like, I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to fit into, you know, some picture that someone else created. And we really actually stop and ask whether that's something that we want for ourselves. I remember when I just got into the online space, you know, the seven figure business was always the the sort of go-to, like you want that two comma club award, you know, hanging at the back of the wall. And it's great if you have that and that is your vision and that's something that you want to create, right? But sometimes that's not what you want. And just really being honest with yourself in terms of what is it that you want to create? What kind of life do you want to live? And where are you right now in this season? You know, because maybe things might need to be a little bit different for where you are currently. And you know, you have time, like you can do it, you can still do it a little bit later. It doesn't necessarily have to happen now. So just taking some of that pressure off, just getting really honest with yourself and then just, you know, making it happen, like doing the work that's required to get there. Yes. Yep. Totally agree. Today's episode is sponsored by the Super Mom Detox, an incredible coaching program designed to help moms take off their Super Mom cape and feel comfortable in their own skin. 
Have you felt like you've lost yourself since becoming a mom because you got caught up in the idea that you have to take care of everyone and everything else and sacrifice who you are to be the kind of mom you want to be? The Supermom Detox will guide you in rediscovering who you are and getting yourself off the back burner and onto solid ground. This amazing program will teach you how to let go of perfectionism, people-pleasing, unrealistic expectations, unhealthy boundaries, and negative thought patterns that are keeping you stuck. Motherhood can be so much more enjoyable when you learn to take care of yourself the way you deserve. Stop feeling guilty or bad about making time for yourself. You are so worthy of taking up space. Find out more about the Supermoms Detox by clicking the link in today's show notes and signing up for a call with me. If nothing else, you'll get clear on what's keeping you on the back burner. So how do you, Alanka, practice self-care? Yeah, it's definitely not a bubble bath always because I don't have a lot of time in the bath before someone actually comes and <laughs> bangs on the door. Interrupts it, right? <laughs> Um, but something that I really enjoy doing is actually um, called the emotional freedom technique. So it's a tapping meditation. I've always loved meditating, but this tapping meditation, when I found it and I started doing it, I just felt complete relief, uh, specifically for anxiety. And so it's a really easy, simple way to meditate, but still bring your body into the equation as well. And so you tap on various points, meridian points on the body. Um, it's super easy. It's super simple. And it's so effective in terms of making you feel better because it just calms down your nervous system. And so that's a great way for me to connect with myself, but also, you know, release some of that stress that we so easily carry with us. Yeah, you because you had mentioned about dropping into your body and really like interrupting that cycle with yeah. movement or with action. And yeah, EFT really helps with that connection and bringing bringing your awareness into your body. Right? Yeah. Isn't that what yeah, that absolutely. And it it also works with the limiting beliefs, the thoughts, the patterns that's going on mentally as well. And so that's what makes it, you know, so effective for me. And I think, you know, it's definitely something to give a try. So I actually downloaded the app called the Tapping Solution. It's a free app and they have so many incredible tapping meditations there for all kinds of different, you know, um, like even pain, stress, so many things. So definitely, definitely something I'll recommend for anyone who wants to check it out. Okay. Speaking of recommendations, my next question is, do you have a book that you can recommend? And this is always one of my hardest questions to ask guests because we're usually readers. And so Definitely. <laughs> one book is pretty, is pretty hard to do, but yeah, I was really torn between two books, but if I have to choose one, it will be um, a thousand names for joy by Byron Katie. And I think, you know, the reason why this book really stood out for me is the fact that we fight so hard with reality at times and you know you're not going to win if you fight with reality right and so just the the skill and the art that is associated with really letting go and really surrendering um and just again being aware of the ego and your thoughts and how that sort of interconnects with your life and how you feel and how you experience things so yeah amazing book <laughs> it sounds like it. it sounds like it. I wrote it down so I could add it to my list. <laughs> we have a book club in Moms Without Capes. Awesome. So yeah, definitely do that one. 
And then finally, where can listeners find you? And I guess I forgot to ask you about, you had mentioned um, before we hit record about a gift that you would like to bestow upon the listeners and then lead us right into where they can find you. Yeah. So I have a free resource called an over overwhelm toolkit. And it's basically the four biggest mistakes that we make that keep us stuck in overwhelm. And although this toolkit was written specifically for moms in business, it's definitely relevant regardless of whether you have a business or not. I think we all experience overwhelm to some degree. And so that definitely will be helpful in terms of just shifting some of the perspectives that you might have that's keeping you stuck in overwhelm. Um, and then if people want to find me, they can just go to my website. It's just my name, ilongaras.com. And I'm on Instagram and also on Facebook. I'm trying out TikTok. Um, <laughs> they can find me online, right? Um, on most social platforms. I'm sure we'll link it down in the show notes. Yes, definitely. Everything, <laughs> all of all of Alenka's information will be in the show notes of today's episode. So thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing with us your wisdom. Thanks. It was so, so good being here. Thanks for having me. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with moms without capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.